0: Project Veritas exposes CNN, nearly half of U.S. voters oppose socialism, and Ellen Page is apparently now a man. We'll be getting into that and more on The William Hall Show. Project Veritas released a tape exposing CNN and its president, Jeff Zucker.
1: I just want to reemphasize that, uh, you know, I-, I think we we cannot normalize what has happened here uh, in the last week with Trump and his behavior. And I-, I go back to what David said, David Chalian said, that this is a president who knows he's losing, who knows he's in trouble. Uh, is sick. Maybe is uh, on on uh, the after effects of steroids or not. I don't know. But he is acting erratically and desperately, and we we need to uh, 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 we need to we need to not normalize that. You know, this is what we've come to expect uh, for the last three and a half years, four years. But it clearly is exacerbated by uh the time that we're in and the issues that he's dealing with and i think that we cannot just let let it be normalized he is all over the place and acting erratically and i think we need to lean into that the the the, the trump media uh you know moves immediately from okay well never mind that unmasking was you know uh, found to be completely non to the the latest uh uh alleged scandal and uh expect everybody to just follow suit so uh I, I don't think that we should be repeating unsubstantiated uh smears just because the right-wing media suggests that we should frankly if we've made any mistake it's that our banners have been too uh polite and and we need to go well after lindsey graham there's a ton going on let's stay strong let's stay newsy let's stay urgent let's but uh, be smart, there is uh, a lot of news out there, and uh, Lindsey Graham really deserves it. Each of these so-called handles for Trump, each of these things, we should just once again be careful to say that this is the one that uh, is gonna undo him with his voters. And to respond to uh, David Challion's points, About politics Um, I don't know why we would expect any of these politicians to have a conscience and or expect the politics wouldn't be completely hypocritical and for us to expect anything else
0: would be naive if people can't see clearly now why CNN is biased then I don't even know what to tell them they said that they were being too polite to Trump how in the world can you possibly be too polite to Trump? I don't think I've ever seen CNN be even remotely nice to Trump whatsoever. Most of the time, they are, or actually all of the time, they're slamming him and and berating him about the stupidest things. They've never put Trump in even a neutral light, let alone a polite light. So it's, it kind of speaks to their bias here and how biased they are. It's It's not a a mere slight bias. It is a huge bias for them to think that at any given point in time during the Trump administration, that they have been too polite. If they think that that really goes to show how biased and crazy they are. And now of course they're trying to sue project Veritas, which I don't think is actually going to work very well for them. A lot of that is because James O'Keefe has a perfect record when dealing with these types of lawsuits. Um, They referred to on Twitter, uh, I guess their legal experts were saying that it may be a felony. Uh, we referred it to law enforcement. I I don't think that's going to hold any water. It's a phone call. It's It's a morning phone call. And it doesn't matter whether that's just between you and these other people. The fact is, is that they were able to get access to it like they normally would. I mean, maybe they would try to sue them because they tried to uh, of the means of which they got access to the phone, but ultimately the point is still the same. They're they're kind of tucking it in their tail and running. And, and they're obviously scared of the stuff that's coming out. Um, there was also a video uh, from Project Veritas as well where they talked about the, where he was actually on the line with Jeff Zucker as they were trying to cut the connection but by that point they already have months of recording so these are going to continue to be released um, and any of the ones that are interesting or whatever it may be I'll definitely be sure to report on those as well on the show but um, so far I think that this is a great thing for them to show people that the president of CNN is on full display in all of these meetings clearly showing the bias that is there I'm hoping that Fox News is next in line for these exposés. Fox News, I, I want to see where their executives were, what they were talking about on the night of November 3rd, when they were calling states way ahead of any of the other news organizations. I would love to see where they will line up on that one. So a report from the Associated Press claimed that Bill Barr had no evidence of widespread fraud. Now, this story kind of came out earlier yesterday, and it's a bit of a confusing one because we're entirely trusting on the AP to actually tell us the truth. And um, they quoted, to date, we have not seen fraud on a scale that could have affected a different outcome in the election. Seems a bit weird, doesn't it? It's kind of odd that Bill Barr, they're saying that he said this. And then right after that, literally uh, last night after that report, a DOJ spokesperson then came out and said some media outlets have incorrectly reported that the department has concluded its investigation of vote of election fraud and announced an affirmative finding of no fraud in the election. And then they went on to say that it is not the AP reported it's not what the AP reported or what the AG said. The department will continue to receive and vigorously pursue all specific and credible allegations of fraud as expeditiously as possible. I, the, the weird part about all of this, the, the, the first thing that kind of comes to my mind is that the Department of Justice hasn't done anything in, in this entire, after all of these different hearings, after evidence has been presented and the speculation is clearly there. The Department of Justice has done nothing. A lot of people think for some reason, like the a lot of the people on the left, have made the statement that it is up to Trump's team to present all of the evidence. Look, that's not how cases are proven. That's not how you present evidence in court. It's not the same thing. The fact is, is that Trump's administration doesn't have the authority to just go in and start counting ballots just because they feel like it, even if they have the evidence or not, and have affidavits from many, many, many people. They don't have the authority to do that. It's up to the Department of Justice to actually investigate these things to see if they're actually credible or not. The problem is that they haven't done anything, and yet they're saying there's no evidence. At the end of the day, we can't trust hearsay when it comes down to the AG Bar situation. Um, it's, it was a third party reporting. And if there's anything that we've learned from third parties is that it's not a great way to go about trying to report the news. Um, but the swamp is deep and um, there would never be enough evidence, I don't think, for the Department of Justice to actually uh, come up with any good reason as to why they would try and get this or to justify the fraud or whatever it may be. I think there's a bit of a problem when you have the Department of Justice making statements like this when they haven't lifted a finger to even check on anything. So because they've done nothing at this point, we're going to have to wait and see. The whole Bill Barr thing is kind of weird. It's kind of odd that Bill Barr didn't himself come out and say and clarify the stuff that was coming from the Associated Press. Like, why is this coming from the Department of Justice? A bit strange, this whole situation. And I have a feeling that we're going to continue to get updates very soon of different reports from different people, maybe a statement from him. I don't know if we're waiting on that or not. So I'll, I'll keep you updated on that. But the whole Bill Barr kind of thing is a little wishy-washy at the moment. So a new survey came out, and it basically said that 47% of voters were against socialism which honestly is not a great number, <laughs> in all honesty. I have to assume that the other 53% are just entirely ignorant to what socialism really is. I mean, you'd have to be to even think that in some situation it's going to work. We, we, it was kind of interesting about this is that we recently had the Whole Foods CEO come out and basically abash socialism and, and attack it and, and tell the truth about the fact that it's never worked anywhere. But yet apparently voters aren't all that engaged or educated about what it is. Most people hear the word social in socialism and I think they immediately kind of go to the idea that this must be some nice little thing where we're just helping your fellow, you're just helping your fellow man out and it's just this perfectly fine institution, it's great, free stuff, but This is only because the left has glamorized socialism. They've made it seem like it's just this other thing where you're just helping everyone out. Wouldn't it just be great? You get more money. uh, The rich, super rich get less money. And just oversimplify what actually goes on. Oversimplifying how things actually work under socialism. It's nothing but just glamorizing it and misinterpreting what it is and dumbing it down to the point that people don't really get a grasp of what it really means. And so speaking of which, I believe it's Jin Psaki wore a hammer and sickle symbol of the Soviet Union in 2014. The only problem is, is that this person has been selected as a press secretary for Joe Biden, which is kind of I mean, it's on full display, is it not? I mean, we can clearly see that the communism and all of these things go right in line with each other. They're putting it on full display. Now, I'm sure we're not going to hear about the stories about Russia collusion, are we? You're not going to hear any of that. But could you imagine if Kaylee McEnany was caught in a photo where she had on <laughs> the Soviet Union hat, I mean, the stories, this would be all over the newspapers for months and months. It would be insane. Or any person in the Trump administration, they're going to gloss over this, completely ignore it, because they don't care. They're, they're all, the media is in full effect and sided with Biden in every single way. They don't care about trying to give any, you any of the information that would actually benefit you, that would actually let you know what's going on. That photo was from 2014. But like I said, the left is gonna say, well, it's it's an old photo, what difference does it make? They won't say that for Trump. Remember, these are the same ones that impeached him for a phone call, just a phone call. Before we get into the next segment, I wanted to remind you that I do have a subscribe star where you can donate to the channel here for as little as a dollar, but all of that helps the show and helps me to continue my fight towards getting rid of the mainstream media. We are the new media, and it is time that we invest into things that that we want to hear instead of the fake news that is going to continue to lie to our face day in and day out. So moving on to the next topic, Sarah Silverman. Comedian um, admitted that she got away with offensive humor, and her justification is that it's because she's a liberal.
1: Like on the Sarah Silverman program, you could do a joke about AIDS like that, and people embrace it and laugh because it's you saying it. So, what do you think is the difference between you saying it and somebody else saying it and not getting away with it? It seems like you get away with a lot of stuff because you're so funny, but it's, some of it's pretty dark.
0: I think it's the intention. Behind it, like, this is a math term, but it's kind of like the absolute power of the joke. Like, especially back then, I always said the opposite of what I thought, you know, and that was the joke, kind of. And then
1: hopefully the truth transcends that I don't really feel this way, not to break
0: it down in the least funny possible way. But it is also interesting, too, because, like, that comedy I did— you're right, it, it was like, oh, it's okay
1: because you know I don't mean it. But then it also is kind of like, we are liberal, so we can say anything. So we could say, you know, the words that are unsayable or whatever. Like, you know I don't mean it, so I could say it. Like, there is right. kind of like a liberal, like— douchiness about it, I think. And in retrospect, I mean, I don't know. It's a weird balance.
0: I think you're right. I was thinking about that the other day, which is like what's been gone is things have gotten so serious because everybody who's not liberal is so serious and so dark and so real about their
1: negativity or hate or racism or whatever it is that it's taken all of that away. You're like, well, I don't even want to joke about anything, a lot of yeah. things that are rough or maybe pushing boundaries because you feel like... I don't want it to be taken the wrong way because there are so many people who mean
0: it. The simple issue with all of this is that she's just trying to get away from the cancel culture. I mean, we live in a day and age where comedians aren't even safe. And she's obviously trying to get away from it. She, she said in there, it's okay because they know we don't mean it. I mean, what comedian means what they say? If it's an offensive joke, what what comedian means what they say? Like that, the meaning of a joke is that it's made in jest. Uh, You would think that that's kind of the common sense that goes along with what a joke is. (laughs) Of course, they don't care about any of that. What she's basically saying is that, look, you're immune as a comedian to cancel culture as long as you're a leftist. Which is ridiculous because, look, you either protect all comedy or none at all. You don't get to pick, uh, based off of someone's politics, whether or not they can continue to have a show, continue to have a job in the industry. It's absolutely insane. And then, of course, you have the guy at the end, and he says, everyone who is not liberal is so serious and so dark and so real, saying that you wouldn't want to joke about it because so many people actually mean it. Once again, who means it that is a comedian? Who is he talking about? Are you saying that just because there's a conservative comedian that he, they all mean it when they're saying that Like, Oh, by the way, guys, I'm going to go up on stage and tell, do this entire comedy set. And I'm just going to lie to your face and everything that I'm saying, I'm dead serious about. I'm not going to say it in a funny way. I'm not going to pretend. I'm just going to say what it is. What, I mean, what about Dave Chappelle? And although he's done some woke comedy t- kind of things in the past, he doesn't align with them. But he's the only one really in the comedy or comedy scene that can actually really say a lot of things that even the left doesn't like. With the alphabet people jokes, things like that, what what do you think he means it? Or is it okay because he went around and did a George Floyd bit? It's kind of it's just very odd to me because I'm trying to figure out who they're even referring to. The one, the people that have gotten canceled the most have been liberals. Once again, she's, of course, trying to separate herself from it, just like many of the others. But I don't think that that's going to work very well for her. And and once again, if it's okay if you're liberal, do the jokes now. Do do one of these jokes you're talking about today. And I want to see what would happen. She'd lose her job, lose all of her parts, e- everything that she has worked for would be completely gone. So although at the same time, I I, I kind of see where she's going with this angle where I'm like, well, yeah, you're right. A lot of liberals get away with things, which is true. But these were all in the past. If she were to come out and do these same bits today, she'd be done. Completely her entire career would be over. Aren't you just tired of the transgender thing? I know I am. (laughs) So Ellen Page, which is the girl that starred in the movie Juno, which I saw a long time ago, is now a man, apparently. Why? Because she said so. She said, I'm a transgender man named Elliot. Alright, folks, that's it. We're just going to accept it as what it is. We're just going to assume that she's correct. It makes no sense. So the direct quote from her is, uh, hi friends. I want to share with you that I am trans. My pronouns are he, they, and my name is Elliot. Something that seemed kind of weird about those pronouns. I know it kind of, kind of stuck out to me. He, they, what, what about he, him? I thought they were supposed to kind of go in conjunction with each other. I thought it was them. They, if they were going to go together like that, but now it's You can do he, they. I I don't understand any of that. These pronouns make absolutely no sense. I mean, if that's the case, you could do she, him, or vice versa, or all of the rest of them. (laughs) None of this makes any sense. Um, So there's a longer portion of this that she wrote, where she said, I feel lucky to be writing this, to be here, to have arrived at this place in my life. I feel overwhelming gratitude for the incredible people who have supported me along this journey. I can't begin to express how remarkable it feels to finally love who I am enough to pursue my authentic self. These, these statements like this mean absolutely nothing. I mean, what journey is she talking about? What journey? You just kind of chose to do this out of nowhere. Were you transitioning to a man for the past 10 years, five years, did you just wake up one day and decide that that was going to be it? None of this makes any sense. And then of course you have your typical companies that are trying to virtue signal all over this, coming out with either support statements or tweets You had Netflix, Hulu, Rotten Tomatoes, Dark Horse Comics, Bud Light, Ritz Crackers, and Oreo Cookies. So now your cookies have to be woke too, folks, in case you didn't know. (laughs) Even, Even your cookies now and your beer have to all be in this woke crowd of stupidity. Of accepting this stuff that makes no sense. Gone are the days when companies can just be a company to now where they have the virtue signal to get attention. They're using it as a publicity stunt, but nobody on the left cares because they're too dumb to see what's actually happening. So, Bud Light tweeted, Thank you for sharing your story, Elliot. <laughs> why is beer, why are beer, cookie companies, uh, this makes no sense. I'm so tired of these woke companies virtue signaling. If people can't see that they're being used by these companies at this point, then I don't know what to tell them. It's ridiculous. I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm over the entire thing. And this speaks to the larger issues that we have going on in our society where for some reason people think that they can just virtue signal and just say they support something, write a few hearts on Twitter, and get the kudos from everybody. Oh, now they're going to buy my products. Now they're going to do this. Now they're going to do that. These companies, these people making these decisions, it's all fake. It's all a lie. And we're just supposed to, as a society, say, sure, you're right. I'm not going to. Because a man is a man and a woman is a woman. You don't get to wake up one day and decide that you're just going to do the other thing. Meanwhile, you have people that have gotten surgeries for this stuff. Now, you know she's not going to do any surgeries for this. Most she'll probably do is cut her already short hair off even more. But what what does that even mean? Oh, you're a man now because you already kind of looked like one. You just cut your hair. That that all of a sudden, that, that's what a man is. Have you have even seen this actress before? She already kind of had mainly features-ish. Like, she just wasn't an attractive woman to begin with. And that, that, that kind of is what it is. That's personal preference or whatever you may think. But the biggest problem I have with all of this is just that you want everybody to just cater to you. It's a self-absorbed kind of thing that's happening. And I feel like most of the people that are doing this, that are going along with this, really don't believe it either. But they just want to be a part of the crowd. They want to fit in, they want to be a part of the latest trends, and that's where, that's the only place that they can go in their mind. Instead of just doing what it is that they do. We as a society have to figure out what it is that we're, what what our identity as a society is. And instead of just constantly changing the rules and saying that men can be women and women can be men, at any drop of a hat, just because she put out a statement, we need to actually understand and believe in reality. Once again, something that the left is entirely afraid of. They hate reality. They hate focusing on real issues. They would rather virtue signal. And now your cookies and your beer and all the rest of your, these different companies that have nothing to do with politics are now knee deep in all of it. That is all I have for you today. I thank you for watching, and I'll see you on the next one. You just watched an episode from The William Hall Show. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe.